This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I caramba. This is Bart Simpson, dude. And you're listening to Jonah Radio. If this is going to be that kind of party, I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Me and girl. Out here just a little bit sweet, but I'll check it out. It ain't good. Get off the cross, dude. It gets a lot colder. Hey, we're not with y'all friends. I can strut around with it. Oh, what it is. It is time for Jonah Radio with me, Jonah, Ray, Dio. Again, can't make it. Um, you got an early version of the vaccine and it did not go well. Uh, so look out for a mutant version of Dio whiling out on the streets there. Cash Hartzell is here. Hey, everybody. How are you? Uh, I am doing well. Thanks for asking. It's good to see you, uh, especially you. You know who I'm talking about. Ooh, saucy. Neil's yeah. here. Sure I am. Yeah, I'm Great here. bits. Great bits all around, everybody. Yeah, thank, good thank job. Well, really appreciate it. He went, and then he went short. And then... Yeah, but I also did the same thing for Cash, and he turned it into a bit. Yeah, well, just no, he said, how are you? <laughs> and then and then, I, yeah, I was... he, tur- he turned it into a bit. I, but it was the same intro, Neil. Well, okay. You got the same opportunities as everybody else. I'm doing okay. Uh, just talked to my mom. Our guest today is a returning friend, uh, a writer, musician, um, bon vivant, uh, renaissance person. Please welcome everybody, our good pal, Ali Gertz. Hey, clap, 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 clap. So good to be here. What a treat. <laughs> Thanks for uh, joining us. Um, I appreciate it. I, uh, I, I recently, uh, like, I've been getting a lot of compliments f- through a song that you made recently because uh, we, you know, I had you do a, a kind of a, uh, a cover version of the Toys That Kill song that we use for the opening of this show for my new podcast, yeah. Let Me Watch Your Movie With You. And yeah, people seem to really dig it. That was really fun to do. And I really am glad that you asked me to do that because during um, lockdown, it's been pretty hard to stay, at least for me, it's been pretty hard to stay like uh, creative and feeling like anything that like because i write songs about cartoons and it's just like why would anyone want to hear about ren and stimpy now you know so i really I think if if at any time um but it, you know it's like what what give it what gave it more of a reason um <laughs> any other time it, my music has never been important and that's true <laughs> no i i think it, and that's what makes it important because it, it's like you you do a good job with your stuff of like and no I, you know you, you have a very personal songs but you still it's like you know a lot of your stuff that you've put out like the rick and morty album and uh, early uh stuff um uh blank sweater uh stuff um but um sweater. yeah redacted sweater um but like that's it's like you know it's uh, entertainment should be escapist uh uh you know in a certain way 
That's true. And for me, it was just hard to even find a way to escape into the things that I really like. And so when you asked me to do a cover, that was really fun because I really love to do covers in general. Like I have a, I, I rickroll people on my first album. I do a cover of Never Gonna Give You Up. And um, it was really fun to just take a, you, you would ask specifically, like, can you make it kind of sound this type of way? And so mm-hmm. It was fun to do. And so I've been, I haven't listened to it again, aside from when you've posted it. And today you asked for the files and I listened to it and I was like, Hey, that is pretty good. So thank you. Yeah, <laughs> really no, fun to do. Of course. Yeah. And we're going to play it in a little bit, but, uh, uh, has it, have you gotten past that? Because, you know, I think a lot of people were having the same thing with the, how am I going to be creative in this time right now? Um, mm-hmm. uh, but have you adjusted and found a way to do it? Um, well, what I have found is that I'm happiest when I'm watching no fewer than 10 episodes of Survivor a day, and oh. <laughs> that makes me feel creative in that, in a new way. That is four, 42 minutes per episode, 10. It is. So you got you got you got a good... Uh, you listening to this, yeah. You listening to this can't see this right now, but Cash just turned into that Julia Roberts <laughs> meme with all of the equations going all over his head. And you Still guys can't see this, but I'm watching Survivor behind my computer. <laughs> <laughs> I never got into Survivor, uh, not for any reason. I think it just uh, it started on TV, and I had I wasn't really watching TV at the time, and I you know for years I didn't wow, have any. Wow, that's so cool. Well, no, I just didn't like I couldn't afford it. Um, I just wasn't home to watch TV, and I didn't have like a TiVo or any kind of recording device. Yeah, I didn't watch it when it came out at all. I obviously saw the same references everyone has seen in pop culture to Survivor. I obviously kind of got the basic idea of it. I always thought I was way too smart and cool for a reality TV show, and I was so wrong. I'm exactly the right <laughs> amount of dumb for it. It's perfect. Um, and yeah, now that everyone, I mean, I'm not working right now, and so I've just had a ton of free time. And um, I was creative and productive in some ways, but I really allowed myself to truly just sit on the couch for hours and hours and watch Survivor for the first time. And it's life is better that way for me. So That's good. Uh, no vaccine for me. Thanks. <laughs> Neil's, kind, Neil's kind of the same way, but he just watches Molly's game over and over again. Well, no, that was like the first part of the pandy. And then uh, less recently, I did, I did uh, that movie Chef twice this morning. Twice okay? this morning. I mean, I do like Chef. It is a very feel-good movie. It's got uh, great music in it. Great music, like. great rhythm. I haven't seen like, it. it's I've, John I've, Favreau I've cut. Seen, yeah, I've We're never seen, seen it, but uh, the the there's a cover of an instrumental cover of Cream by the Wu Tang Clan in that movie oh. that uh, yep. wound up on my iTunes that I listened to a ton. And there's a Preservation Jazz Band cover in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doing well, a, well. Keep in mind, this is the same dude who put together the Swinger soundtrack, a staple in all of our lives in the early nineties. <laughs> is it really? Oh, come on! How many Big Bad Voodoo Daddies album do you think the four of us collectively owned? Because I'll, yeah. I'll say all of them for myself. <laughs> and you know, the Swingers, the Swinger soundtrack was the uh, Judgment Night soundtrack of its day. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's exactly it. Yeah. Putting together um, old punk rockers was, with horns. I think that was actually the same day, though. <laughs> Wasn't it? 1993. Sorry, di- but separate dimensions. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess the big the question BJ, with all BJ Porter dimension and then everyone else's dimension. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, I guess the big question, Allie, is when does your uh, uh, Survivor podcast come out? Ooh. <laughs> um, I would honestly love nothing more than to spend. Uh, 
three times as long as one episode to describe an episode. Um, (laughs) I think that that once our Simpsons podcast is over that uh, Julia and I do that I probably won't do any other TV show podcasts. Um, But you saying the idea of a Survivor podcast, even though there are already like 25 of them and they're all been like they're all really great and they get the guests on it i do kind of want to do that so Mm -hmm. i think more likely than not i'll just say i'm going to write some songs about it which apparently some people have already done and they're like really good songs about survivor oh wow Um, are you you thinking of the the song survivor because isn't that a song oh my god that's right i will survive (laughs) that's also a song those (laughs) those create the show Um, uh, well, we're going to take a break, um, and we're gonna, I'm going to play, what's that, Neil? There's also a band called Survivor. Mm-hmm. From, That's yeah, what I was thinking Rocky. of. Okay, thank <laughs> yeah. you. Uh, we're going to take a break with a song. Tiger. What's that, Neil? I have the Tiger. Survivor. That's right. That's what it was. I was thinking of that. <laughs> so I'll just cut, cut the, the beginning of this and then cut, cut it right to the end. There. Yeah. No? Okay. <laughs> All right. It's good. Thank you. Thanks for doing a couple of takes, Allie. That was really nice. We can cut this together into something that works. It's fine. It's we're just gonna move on. I think I think we should move on. We've done this seven okay, or eight great. times. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, Neil, I'm gonna start talking and introducing the next song. Did Did you say everything you needed to say about <laughs> the word survivor? Great. Great. Good. Uh, we're gonna play a uh, uh, Allie's version of Toys That Kills little bit stranger um which is a, a fantastic fantastic version uh and i really am glad uh we gotta you gotta put this out on your band camp i should do that maybe wait for next band camp friday a little a little be camp freedy that sounds good yeah, yeah. um but this is uh ali gertz's version of toys that kills little bit stranger Just a little bit stranger Watch it chip without a little danger At 6 a.m. it gets a lot colder That's why you got a head and I got a shoulder Been sinking to every word you said It seems I take advice just from the dead As a getaway What's a chip without a little danger? It's 6 a.m. It gets a lot colder. That's why you got a head and I got a shoulder. Oh boy. 
Fantastic. Fantastic <laughs> um, job. One of my favorite songs, that Toys I Kill song. And you did it. You did such, like, you you, you kept it. It's like, you know, we here at Journal Radio love a cover. Mm-hmm. And um, that is exactly, like, in line with, like, what we usually end up liking about covers. Am I, am I wrong to say that, guys? You are totally in line with how we think. <laughs> the protocol that we've set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, thank you. I, um, I have to say, I, I was expecting that it would be a thing where we would pretend to listen to the song, and then you guys would put it in later. Uh, so I was not <laughs> expecting to be recorded watching myself listen to my own song, which truly is a little bit like hell. But <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow. That's a great, like... Just as a brand, that's a great YouTube idea. We should we should do that. <laughs> Making people listen to their own music. Oh, yeah. Well, because well, um, you know we do this live to tape. You know we like to keep that energy that we used to have when we would you know do it uh, in person. Um, but it's also I do remember when we had Matt Pryor from the Get Up Kids on. Like uh, we like we're playing one of his songs uh, as we're chatting, and he was I remember he kind of was like we. Someone was talking, and he was like, "Hey, do you mind just maybe like turning me down for a bit? I don't want to hear this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great. Um, but yeah, in terms of the cover, I in when I listen to cover songs, uh, I am always looking for songs that really can you know turn the song on its head, like how Inara George does. You know, Bird and the Bee, they do really great covers of. Mm-hmm music <laughs> just, <laughs> didn't think of a better word than that <laughs> they just did yeah. a and, van uh, halen epi- uh, <laughs> uh, episode what is it? uh album those are what those are called deanne and i walked down the aisle to i think uh the bird and the bees version of uh i'm blanking on the song title but it's the one from the jerk uh oh yeah like i know i know it's a yeah yeah um yeah, so I love what she does in covers. Um, what if I was like, and I love what Rivers Cuomo did with Africa, just making it sound <laughs> exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I look for in a cover song, for it to almost be the original. But no, um, I, uh, yeah, I, I was a little nervous doing it for someone because I haven't done, I've written songs for people, but when I write a song for someone, they're always going to be at least excited that there's this new brand, like a brand new creation for them. and. Mm-hmm don't like the song it's still cool but like a cover song like you're asking for it to be covered because you love the song and so you kind of at least for me I was thinking like well I want to make sure I get every single part that's in the song in terms of like the changes and the energy but still in my style and um, so I was really relieved that you liked it and yeah I'm, I'm pretty proud of it yeah you should be uh, for yeah. sure. um, I guess I, it- uh, what I love about it is that um, Jonah's using that song to sort of expand his brand the same way that like Don Rickles, didn't Don Rickles have a song that he would always close with? Uh, was it Mr. Warmth? There's, there's some song where it was like, if you go see Don Rickles, he insults you for 95% of the show and then he does like a song right at the end that's very oh, that's sweet. It's like, I'm a nice guy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's something oh, like yeah. that. But it's whatever he's on, th- that's like his theme song is he always closes with that. I think Jonah that you have you you have now have this song that's going to score you the rest like now when you if you do another tv stand-up thing you're like oh no that's my intro music <laughs> it's your walkout music <laughs> that's true good thing you're I quit. a little bit stranger you're a little bit yeah that's the name also generate a little I've... bit stranger now i'm the kind of guy uh i don't think like a normal guy i'm a little bit stranger in the crowd says oh, it oh, along wow. with me 
We're he building goes something. Off string section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Out here. Um, uh, but I know I don't do stand up anymore. I fucking hated it, and I'm glad to be over with it. And that is a good time to do a little segment, Allie, that we call. Do we do any recurring segments on the show or Survivor? Is that oh, recurring? that's what it was. Yeah, that's. <laughs> The amount of timing that, like, the amount of good Zoom timing that actually had to come for him to interrupt right there. It's <laughs> laudable because, like, he saw what was happening and, and, like, got out of the box a little bit early, so it still matched up, so it hit our ears a uh, half second late. Yeah. Jonah, I believe uh, what you were, you were asking about was... Amusing mm-hmm. news! Oh, that is right, Cash. It is time for Music News. The news is back in time. The news is back in town, um, and this is where we talk about the current events, the ways and woos and the wheezy hoos of music news. Uh, Cash, what is the internet talking about today? And oh, the internet news? and it's talk of music. Um, I had some good one. Well, this is one that we shared privately that everyone needs to know about. This is from MetalInjectionNet.com. Dude wakes up from coma to find his favorite metal musician as his res- respiratory therapist. And now this is a uh, this is real. Like it's like Neil, you like Neil's response was like, "I thought this was a Hard Times article." Yeah, because <laughs> there is sort of an underlying satire of like, of course, everybody's favorite metal bassist has a side job, like a very serious <laughs> side job. Um, yeah, especially within the last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's a opportunity to move into the medical profession that's a good point and a guy to uh with to see the pandemic coming and to within a year's time become a respiratory therapist with all the training that needs to take place (laughs) pretty inspiring (laughs) hey you're just taking tubes in and out of people right yeah you know it's like a probably a like a weekend only community college course or something (laughs) you just go down to the annex yeah good great Good, good call. We're getting this podcast uh, uh, on the other side of all the respiratory therapists. Good. Let's, let's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's smart. Um, so yeah, guy, guy will. Hold up. on, let me go get some pots and pans to bang if it'll make him feel better. <laughs> I woke up from a three-day coma. Guy came up, woke me up, and said, "Mason, my name is Terry, and I'm here to take out your breathing tube." I opened my eyes wider, and my first words were, "Terry, Taylor from Hammerlord." <laughs> I just think of the Mr. Show sketch. Like, Yay! <laughs> <laughs> a hot yeah. He got the rest of the band to come visit him too. That's pretty Aww. great. And brought him some merch. So you never know. If I think that if you wanted to make this into a hard times, uh, I think it would be dude wakes up from nap to find his favorite metal musician as his pizza guy. That's 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 <laughs> hard times version. Yeah, yeah. It would be something like so it would just, but it would have to be like a kind of a punk or hardcore band. Like it's like. It's like dude answers door to find that HR from Bad Brains is his pizza, is his post <laughs> delivery driver. Um, yeah. Well, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with. Uh, sorry, Neil, did you? Um, no. The uh, Dave Grohl and uh, Greg. Uh, scroll up a little bit. His uh, guy named Greg, uh, his producer. Every year they do a um, Christmas song. They put out a Christmas song. Well, they announced this year they are not doing a Christmas song. Instead, they are doing a Hanukkah EP, basically. 
Uh, they're choosing, they've chosen four so far uh, covers of Jewish artists that they um, are covering one per day. So far, they've done Beastie Boys Sabotage, which is pretty cool. Um, they That's have not a done- real stretch, though. I, I think I saw that he covered that. And that, that, I think, I almost heard it exactly how it was going to hear it in my head. I go, I don't need to hear that. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty pretty dead on um yeah. they also did drake's hotline bling um famous famous jewish guy hold on one sec i'm gonna grab this from you jonah they did mountains mississippi queen i don't know if you guys knew that uh mountain was a jewish band nor that jews had ever been to uh, mississippi and had uh options on their queens but yes they did mississippi <laughs> queen and uh just recently they released uh Jewish Canadian princess, um, Peaches, their cover of Fuck the Pano One. Ooh. Ooh. And they got peaches. It's actually this is a if you're listening to this, you should go watch it because it is that that song is such a jam. Like and seeing them actually play it and then build to peaches coming in and she is in a um, isolated studio with the them playing on a screen like an inch away from her face. It's it's a jam, man. It really works. That sounds great. Um, so that's that's the first four nights of the Hanukkah EPs um, that for for that they're they're doing. Um, that song is never going to mean anything to me except the wedding sequence from Letterkenny. Season. <laughs> mm. um, did you guys see how Smokey Robinson was asked to do a cameo? Uh, so basically. Um, Someone asked Smokey Robinson to record a cameo for his mom, who grew up on the same street uh, in Detroit, I think, uh, as, as Smokey Robinson. And so uh, in it, uh, she was, he was supposed to wish her a happy Hanukkah. And in the message, Smokey Robinson is so charming and so endearing. And he's just saying like, hey, you know, your, your kids asked me to do this for you. And we grew up on the same street. It's nice to see you again, I guess, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and they wanted me to wish you a happy uh, Chinooka. Uh, I don't know what Chinooka is, but I really hope that you have a nice one. Wow. <laughs> I thought it was, it was really sweet, though, and it really is the spirit of the holidays to very just blindly wish someone a happy something, whatever it is that you <laughs> celebrate. <laughs> I don't know what Chinooka is. Chinooka. <laughs> and, like, he just sent it to Cameo. Like, he didn't think, just like, should I look it up? It's just like, no, I'm getting paid to do, to do this. I'm just going to say it <laughs> yeah uh god it's and it's just a it's just an old guy mistake but it does yeah. seem like something he should know he's been around a long time in the show business yes but it's also spelled two different ways so he's probably seen it spelled with an h mm-hmm. yeah I've, i know it's spelled two different ways but it feels like the you see them both in the oh, world yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just making excuses yeah no, no, no. <laughs> you know here's a here's a crazy thing about neil always defending Smokey robinson oh man it is embarrassing <laughs> it's a part-time job it is. <laughs> it should. You should. when he dies you should uh run his uh the gift shop 
That is a statement. <laughs> oh, I, I still have the computer sound. Let me give you that. You no, can, no, it's okay. I was just, uh, I was just, that was telling you to move on. All right. <laughs> well, um, we talked about this last week, Bob Dylan, um, but it happened. It, it's happening in David Crosby is selling his back catalog. Oh, man. Uh, Twitter shareholder and music guy David Crosby uh, announced that he intends to sell his catalog work saying streaming stole my record money. I can't work and streaming stole my record money. I have a family and a mortgage and I have to take care of it. So it's my only option. He Which, is the uh, he is the only guy from Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young that hasn't had a number one record uh, on his own. Really? His only his, his number one records only came from like, uh, you know, uh, his what the groups he was in. Wow. What a loser. <laughs> <laughs> fucking failure uh, that's great um yeah uh no no number on that but i guess stevie nicks sold her catalog for uh a hundred million dollars last week too no so shit yeah they're wow. all going like they're all cash now they're, they know they see the numbers dropping yeah she's so popular on tiktok right now though i feel like so many like I'm on TikTok all the time to to try to stay young for two more years, and I keep like uh, finding like all these kids always like teenagers always have good taste in music, or, uh, not all of them obviously, but there will always be teenagers who love like great classic rock and stuff, and it's just so weird because it'll be a Stevie Nicks song, and then they'll just be doing like a very uh, complicated dance to it, <laughs> but then all of the other teenagers do. I'm not sure how much you guys know about TikToks, but. Well, there's that ocean spray guy on the skateboard. That's that true. Kind of probably kicked off the Stevie Nicks kick. Yeah, uh, the, the Nicks but, kick. But there's always, I mean, there's so many. Just witchy, I feel, is is just a, it, it, it's part of as, adolescence now for everybody. And nobody sums up witchy more than Stevie Nicks. It's just <laughs> like a soundtrack to that six weeks of your life. Haven't you, you has anybody... Witch. Has anybody done the the, the 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 TikTok part of the song from the Gwen Stefani? The TikTok, TikTok. Oh, I don't think. Well, I'm sure they. Ha I have no idea. <laughs> but that's <laughs> yeah. a great idea, Jonah. You should do it. Well, yeah. I, you know, I signed up for TikTok, uh, just you know, grasping at straws um, <laughs> of relevance, that's, and I, I didn't. That's understand. what you do between six and seven every night. Is, is yeah. your, that's your grasping at straws time? I just, I, I was like, this seems like it's it's vine but there's no time limit um and i didn't really get it so i just i just deleted it off my phone i was like all right i think this is like, it. get this it is off my, this is my stop i thought it was my like i kind of just was like this is my stop on the social media uh uh bus route and i'm yeah i'm fine with it now <laughs> well that's great it's good to love yourself yeah yes yeah it's it's every day it's uh gets harder uh <laughs> What else is going on in the? Let's get, let's well, get a couple more news items, and I want to. It would be fun to get into our our our, our, our topic. Well, uh, Charlie Pride died, country music's first black superstar, uh, and the CMAs may have killed him. Um, yeah, isn't that crazy? Like it's like because a lot of people started speaking out right before he died, saying like they weren't as safe as they said they were, uh, like oh, trying wow. to be. Yeah. Yeah, he got it. He got. I think it was a. Um, Lifetime Achievement Award at the CMAs at the ceremony last month. Not a lot of people were masked. Not they did, Aww. they did not do it. And now he, uh, three weeks later, he's dead of COVID. So uh, mm, I hate that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a real bummer. No good. No, that's a, it, a no good. <laughs> but I mean, it's good that he was honored uh, shortly before his death, at least. 
Yeah, no, they let let everybody know they they really cared for him. They didn't and, even yeah. give him a chance to try and have a comeback. <laughs> How old was he? Oh, I just closed the sixty. Thing. I think he was in his yeah. I think it was too young. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I think it was seventy-six. Oh, oh, yeah. no, dyslexic. <laughs> oh, ooh, yeah. He made it a couple extra yeah. years. Um, yeah, and uh, that's. It, there's not a lot of like there's a lot of best album of 2020 stuff but i think we're going to talk about that more towards the end of december and mm-hmm. then it's even more depressing stuff it's hey we got the official cause of death of eddie van halen so oh, uh, that's what was great it? uh c- cerebral vascular accident but it happened oh. because he uh, was uh, had cancer basically yeah mm. that one is i mean there are obviously like so many tragic deaths happening of, of both famous and non-famous people this year. Um, so it's kind of like hard and why would anyone rank it? But like um, Adam Schlesinger and Eddie Van Halen, that, that's been like a very difficult time just for, for, for people who like that stuff. Like me and my dad, we definitely cried a lot when both of those guys died. So yeah. that's too bad. That's a real fucking, it's crazy. Um, It'd be cool if they said like, we actually just found out they're alive. <laughs> they're back. No, they're, they were just in another dimension. It turns out <laughs> yeah. to walk through the fire of COVID to check it out. Um, is, uh, but uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's it for uh, Music News. We're going to take a break with a song real quick. Uh, Illuminati Hotties uh, put out uh, an album this year. Um, and it's, uh, they got a great song. Real quick one um, before we come back uh, to talk about some uh, novelty songs. But this one has a sort of novelty, novelty song title. Uh, and it's called, uh, Will I Get Cancelled If I Write a Song Called If You Were a Man You'd Be So Cancelled. <laughs> and uh, this is Illuminati Hotties. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, Cash here for Me Undies. Me Undies believes that your comfort is about more than what's touching your skin. It's about feeling comfortable in your skin. You're a total badass, and what you should wear is only accentuate that fat. Me Undies truly believes in empowering self-expression. Their pledge for 2020 and beyond is called Me Undies Gives, an initiative that supports those who have systematic barriers to their self-expression. By shopping Me Undies, you support causes such as LBGTQ plus communities, mental health and well-being, and women's rights. Well, folks. What underwear are you wearing at this very moment? 
Does it feel like you're sitting in a heaven cloud? No. Should you reconsider? How much more fun would you be having right now if your undies were covered in pandas or sushi rolls? Don't you think you'd feel a little bit more like you? Here to talk about feeling like you or just feeling you is Me Undies customer Neil Mahoney. That's me. Yeah. Ne- Neil, welcome to the ad read. Now, oh, thanks uh, very much. Me Undies offers classic colors to ridiculous prints. Now, you're more of a classic color sort of guy. You were telling us last time your approach to Me Undies. What did you do when you decided to get into Me Undies? Well, as I did this morning, as I returned home from uh, two weeks abroad, I cleaned house. And what I did with Me Undies was I cleaned house. I got rid of all my underwear and I bought 12 pairs of black on black Me Undies. This is before our sponsorship or anything like I knew I knew this was good stuff so I got black on black on black on black and uh yeah you can never tell when they're dirty which is great and uh you know uh, it's a pretty sleek look for a guy with a you know questionable well, body I, I I like the idea of just you opening up your underwear drawers and it's militaristic it's almost like the uh, North Korean army, where it's just black on black on black, just, I'm sure, oh, regimented yeah. in rows. It's, um, it's yeah, pretty and I great. Roll, I, the, the key is you got to roll them. You can't fold them. You roll them so that the elastic band doesn't get stretched. So you roll them, and then it's like tubes in the drawer. And it's like, a, you know, a daily dosage of MeUndies. That's that's pretty cool. Well, you know, MeUndies are available in a range of sizes from extra small to 4XL. So you could... Uh, you could go extra small on the left to 4XL on the right, and just depending on how you ate and drank last night, you got your own pick. Yeah, well, I need 3XL because I have huge holes. <laughs> MeUndies membership. MeUndies believes you and your butt deserve comfort inside and out, which is why they created the MeUndies membership. It's really just a great way to love on yourself. Each month, replenish your basics with styles that are anything but basic styles to let you be the truest version of yourself right down to your core. Get that Neil right down to your core. You, yeah. get, in, you get discounted pricing, controlled shipping and exclusive early access. Love your butt and get the membership. Well, MeUndies has a great offer for the Jonah radio listeners. Any first time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product, whether it be the black undies that Neil gets or the onesies that I get, for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. To get your first 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash Jonah. Neil, what's that? Uh, MeUndies.com slash J-O-N-A-H. Yes, with an H. If you just do the A, you'll get uh, John A's podcast deal, which may or may not be the same. Um, thank you so much for joining us, Neil. Um, I don't think oh, we re- referenced any... Um, oh, wait. Nope. North Korea came up. So we're getting better at this. We're learning not to bring people down when they listen to MeUndies, but uh, it's taken us a while. Well, uh, once again, you can go to MeUndies.com slash Shona and get your 15% off plus free shipping. Uh, now... Back to the show. Back to the show. Hello, this is Rivers Cuomo, and you're listening to Jonah Radio. All right, we are back. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're just tuning in, we have our guest, Allie uh, Gertz, uh, with us. Um, uh, Allie, uh, 
you had a you had a Simpsons book come out. Uh, was that this year? I can't even tell at this point when things <laughs> happen. Um, no, I did not choose the good year of 2020 to release a book about the Simpsons, but <laughs> um, I think it was uh, last Christmas is around the time that it came out. That's right. And uh, uh, it's a nice little stocking stuffer for a Simpsons fan who uh, doesn't already know everything about the Simpsons, because otherwise he'll just be correcting me and Julia all the time. Um, <laughs> but it's a great it's a great book to just have uh, around. Not necessarily to read, but it's great. Is it a fake news? Is it a fake news New York Times bestseller? Oh yeah, oh yeah. (laughs) I didn't realize the 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 fake news had gotten down to the New York New York Times bestseller. So that's (laughs) it's tragic. (laughs) I know it was in the headlines, but like Mm. the 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 rankings. Yeah. Uh, So, um, like we were talking about before, um, Allie which the kind of music you've made like you've made serious stuff but you've also made uh what could be considered i mean like n- novelty songs watch it watch <laughs> it <laughs> yeah when you uh, which you've it. made what i some would consider shitty music now i'm not sure on the terminology no. um, it's not just a clever name uh, <laughs> yeah when you told me that the topic was going to be novelty songs i went into like a little mini crisis of just like am i a novelty act um and so it's been very interesting to kind of figure out um and i have yet to figure out like what makes a song a novelty song versus just straight up comedy music because in my Mm -hmm. opinion there are tons of songs and bands who make great funny songs that like i wouldn't have considered as like a novelty you know like jonathan colton makes great funny music and um some of actually I guess Weezer probably does have like one or two kind of more novelty songs, but like they're funnier songs. I don't necessarily put in that category. Um, and then like all of Weird Al, like I guess he's a novelty, but I don't know. Cause like some of the songs are just, it's hard to say. So, yeah. Um, well it's a uh, Wikipedia uh, defines a uh, novelty song. <laughs> novelty song is a type of song built on some form of novel concept, such as a gimmick, a piece of humor or a sample of popular culture. Novelty songs partially overlap with comedy songs, which are more explicitly based on humor. Uh, and they reach their popularity during the 20s and 30s. Uh, <laughs> I saw that Where's where the, the, the Venn diagram of parody song? Right. Yeah. I, I that, guess that's, that's got to be, because that's both, because that's, um, that's a sample of pop culture, right? Yeah. So sample that's, pop culture, but it's also, also usually like, humorous in some kind of way. And well, especially then, with like Weird Al stuff. Yeah, Because right. Weird Al stuff, he always has a, he always has like a a a, th- a theme when yeah. it comes to like you know he's like I'm going to talk about this uh, over and but a, but it's going to be in the style of this song right you know um, and so but like this you know you never know because like Doctor Demento it's like sometimes people just made a weird song like Zappa a lot of crazy Zappa songs yeah. you know, like, <laughs> yes <laughs> but then there's also like uh, you know Dance and Fool which is you know like one of his so we're gonna talk about. Uh, some of our favorite uh, novelty songs um, and play you little clips of them. Um, now let's uh, let's uh, start with uh, our guest, Allie. Uh, you you kind of gave me, <laughs> the email you gave me was very funny. Um, I was just like, oh, just send me what your favorite novelty, and then her response was, hiya, I had a hard time with this because it turns out a lot of songs I like are novelty songs. I can't tell what counts as novelty versus what's just comedy. So if any of these feel right for you, she gave me like a breakdown. Oh, wow. The <laughs> real... like, here are the no. holidays songs. Here are the classics slash Doctor yeah. Demento songs. Here's are these novelty songs? Seven yeah, weeks. no, that's a, that's <laughs> a really interesting newer. question. Is 
So I feel like a Halloween song is definitely a novelty song. Well, the Monster, Monster Mash is, is a classic song. Mm-hmm. So good. It's so funny. Clearly a novelty. You know? Yeah. But and that whole a- album that he has of other Halloween songs is worth listening to. Other mashes. Oh, oh um, I, I did not know. But, but then uh, Christmas you also music. had yeah. Christmas really, music. Really is bad. that a novelty? I mean, there's funny, like Grandma run, Got Run Over by a Ram Deer. That's a novelty that's song. A novelty. That's a novelty that's, song. Yeah. But Silent Night is not, I mean, no. that's a holiday song, but, but it's not if, a novelty if song. If anything, is that like just a Christian song? Yeah. Silent Night, you know? Or yeah, yeah. yeah. Religious. Is that religious music in a yeah. way? Hmm. Um, But like one of the things you mentioned was uh, downtown Julie Brown's home, the homecoming queen has got a gun. Yeah, that's one of my my favorite songs. I think that maybe I talked about that on one of the times that I was uh, chatting with you guys just because because my songs lend themselves to the novelty comedy sphere, Um, you know, talking about kind of what influences me. A lot of those types of songs are, Mm -hmm. are up there for me because they're really good songs like and they're produced amazingly. Yeah, um, and yeah, you, you in order to tell that, a I, joke, you have to be, you have to have everything that goes along with it. You mm-hmm. you can't distract from the joke with a badly produced song or a song that doesn't sound like what you want it to sound like. Right. And just to mention, uh, I, th- I think it's Julie Brown, not Downtown Julie Brown. Oh shoot, you're right. Downtown Julie <laughs> yeah. Brown was the VJ. Yeah, different Julie, Julie Brown. Brown. Was just, yes, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry about that. Um, uh, but one of on your list of uh, classic slash Dr. Demento was one of my favorites, which is uh, Napoleon 14. Um, they're coming to take me away, haha, which is <laughs> so demented. Remember when you ran away and I got on my knees and begged you not to leave because I go berserk? Well, you left me anyhow, and then the days got worse and worse, and now you see I've gone completely out of my mind. And they're coming to take me away, haha, they're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, haha. Brilliant and weird and so weird. creepy. <laughs> that to me is like very um, emblematic of, I don't know, it, it's the type of thing that y- you would come across like when you're like between the ages of like 11 and 14 and you'd mm-hmm. be, you'd find it and feel like the coolest, smartest kid in the world for liking it or having discovered it yourself. And it's the type of thing that you would show someone and if they don't like it, that's kind of what you expected. But if they do like it, it's like, that's awesome. Another person like me. Yeah, no, that's yeah. definitely that um, that thing that uh, um, you know, um, what's the uh, the writer of uh, like adaptation? Charlie Kaufman says like you know, good art is just um, is anything that makes someone feel less alone. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of a, a a thing to think about when making stuff. It's just like, well, maybe the other maybe the other me out there is gonna like yeah. you know go oh it's, it's, you know someone else like you know when millhouse meets the other millhouse <laughs> um uh so let's go we're gonna go next with uh uh neil's choice which i thought was a great like um this is almost the start of a kind of a whole subgenre of like novelty music uh and it's um it's the song convoy yeah. um and it's uh, cw mccall from C. the C. McCall. motion picture convoy <laughs> yes um, and they describing, but it's like trucker music kind of became a thing after this, like CB, CB rock. Yeah. yeah, between like 1973, 1977-ish, like trucker music was like a cool thing. And like 
when I was a real little kid, my dad had a CB radio and every time he left us in the car to go, you know, pick up a cigar or something, we'd get on there and start like heckling <laughs> truckers, <laughs> like asking for ice cream and shit. But uh, I just remember all this like weird trucker lingo being like cool at the time. Like it was like a cool thing. Yeah, <laughs> this, and This song was a pop chart number one hit. And it's a song about trucks driving in a straight line to cut down on air resistance. And they're also they're also describing the movie itself, right? Yeah, well, I mean, sort of. Like, the, I guess there's characters named and stuff, but like, it's just like everyone had like a fake name, which is kind of relatable now because everyone's got an internet fake name. Mm-hmm. And uh, but uh, they're yeah, it's so stupid. It's it's literally about like yeah, convoy. Yeah, we're all gonna like get all these trucks in a straight line and drive from coast to coast ain't she a beautiful sight here's the song because there was there was an oil crisis in 1973 just to elaborate here we go everyone had to to like yeah i know (laughs) it's it's when the 55 mile an hour speed limit was in in, invented and so like like truckers were like oh this is bullshit like we used to be able to floor it oh that's Uh, really funny actually yeah It's hilarious. That's actually hilarious. <laughs> I All right, here's, here's some of uh, C.W. McCall's Convoy. Uh, Breaker 1-9, this here's a rubber duck. You got a copy on me, Big Ben? Come on. Uh, yeah, 10-4, Big Ben, for sure, for sure. By golly, it's clean, clear to Flagtown. Come on. Yeah, it's a big 10-4 there, Big Ben. Yeah, we definitely got the front door, good buddy. Mercy sakes alive, looks like we got us a convoy. It was a dark of the moon on the 6th of June in a Kenworth pulling logs. Cab over Pete with a reefer on and a Jimmy hauling hogs. We is heading for Bear on I-10, about a mile out of Shaky Town. I says, Pig Pen, this here's a rubber duck, and I'm about to put the hammer down. Roll this trucking convoy across the that's, USA. That's great. And you um, know what's so funny? The only reason I like all of a sudden I was like, oh wait, The Simpsons. That's from Canyon the Bart. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's Canyon Arrow. But also when um, uh, Homer gives Bart the uh, the AM radio microphone, or the like, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, that's the, the when he gets down the well. That's the thing that like in the commercial for it, um, like it, like Homer's reenacting. It was like, come on, it's fun. We got a great big convoy. Ain't she beautiful? It's a convoy, and then the dog starts to. You know. That movie was directed by Sam Peckinpah. Oh God! <laughs> wow. Uh, Cash. Uh, yes. Yours. Yours. I had never heard of this. Peter Rowan's The Free Mexican Air Force. Yes. Well, this is a genre of uh, song that. They eventually turned into hip-hop music, but it is the weed song. It was a song about how great some weed is. P- Peter Rowan actually did a bunch of these. Um, he, uh, he wrote a song called Panama Red, which is a Western about a stranger coming into town. That's also the name of uh, some pot, uh, the Panama Red. They asked for it in... Um, okay, uh, so let's uh, get back on the song. Let's, yeah. Let's, yeah. <laughs> but this is... Uh, it's, it, it's, it's a Having pot trouble song. with your memory there, Mike? <laughs> Here's the Free Mexican Air Force by Peter Rowan. (laughs) 
the Morelos Mountains, campesinos are planting their fields. By the ghost of Zapata rides a horse that can still outrun the wheel. I'm free in the sky high above and clear out of sight. It's the free Mexican Air Force flying. So it's kind of an American narco corrido. It's from the mid '70s as well, which kind of—I don't know if it ties into this like the weird trucker thing, but it's about a drug smuggling operation. They mm. have—they have a plane and they're—they're they're flying uh, Mexican weed up into America. But like, there's just—it—it's it, a novelty song in that it's like it's kind of a Spanish song in English. Um, the the actually the uh, accordion player on that is a guy named Flaco Jimenez, who is like one of the kings of uh, Mexican accordion. Um, oh, cool. But it was just it was just this sort of off brand sort of and, you know, before hip hop, really, it was like it was like Cheech and Chong songs. And and like there was uh, what's what's the one um, there was like smoke two joints and there was um, well, there was a lot of reggae songs like I smoke two joints yeah. before I wake up, I smoke yeah. two joints at night. And then there and, was a I do not sniff the coca I only smoke since Yeah. <laughs> And then um, there was one on the Easy Rider soundtrack called Roll Another One. But there's just like mm -hmm. these like weird country ass. It, it's, you know, country, not the um, not that like uh, Oki from Muskogee sort of thing, but sort of outlaw stuff. But even yeah. not not exactly outlaw stuff, more like we're goofy ass outlaws. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but that that song always sort of like uh, struck me as a as a weird novelty song in that it was like it's it's not about anything serious uh yeah all. no definitely um you know it's funny when i was going through different kind of novels so there's the stuff you know the helamata helafatas the poisoning pigeons in the park fish heads you know dead puppies there's a lot of like great kind of weird stuff um one of them like uh i saw that you, we all know surfing bird right by the trash men like mm -hmm. uh, this one oh, and everybody's heard about the bird, 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 bird. Um, but I, I just, this is a side note, uh, they made another song called Bird Dance Beat, and this is it. Wow. Yeah, I found that very, very funny. Was that like the B-side to the single? <laughs> That's a great. Now we gotta do this one more time. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> it's a great indicator for an, for what classifies as a novelty song, is if the first one hit and then they made like a weird sequel that did just basically the same thing. Yeah, well, this that was like that's, the that's Boris, the convoy thing. That's like the Boris Pickett thing too. With, yeah. uh, uh, you know, Monster Mash is just uh, he kind of kept on making. He has a whole yeah, yeah. album. There's like so yeah. many bad where there's like. Like that werewolf bar mitzvah song makes fun of like that type of song yeah. so perfectly. Yeah. Werewolf bar mitzvah is still one of my favorite Halloween songs. It's a banger. It's, it's legitimately so a great song. Yeah. He's scary. Yeah. <laughs> Boys becoming men, men becoming <laughs> wolves. Um, uh, one of like, when I got the first like uh, 20th anniversary of uh, Dr. Demento collection, uh, the two disc, the two CD set from my local uh, borders, um, there was a song on there um that like kind of blew my mind it's a real long song uh i'm not gonna play all of it but like um it's called the existential blues by t-bones tom t-bone stankus and it's 
it remember like th- i was thinking like it's like oh i want to learn to play guitar and i, I want to make stuff like this it was like it was like the kind of like comedy that i when i was you know 11 years old i thought like i could do but uh here's a little bit of it um and it's not available i had to find it on youtube it wasn't anywhere really? on any streaming services or downloadable let's see if we got this going here hey man what are you really into huh <laughs> A butterfly has just tiptoed past my door. My buddy likes the Yankees. She says, Hey, Tivo, what's the score? And I say, Well, Reggie got one and one and three, and 25 is six to four. Is a left wing really pinko? Colonel Sanders, what a bore. You ask so many questions, what answers should I choose? Is this inside paranoia or just existential blues? The amenities of life have been um, chasing my soul. So, that's really cool. So, that's like how it goes, but then he parlays it into this <laughs> Al, you know the song, right? Yes. Yeah, so um, he, it turns into him just recounting the Wizard of Oz <laughs> like I think it's coming up soon, right? Anyway, it's like a Robin Williams Yeah, fucking. If Robin Williams could keep up with himself yeah. on guitar. <laughs> I was in the poppies. Smells so good. Yeah. I was getting pretty tired. I smell so good. Well, I'll just stretch out in this little field of poppies. 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 And there's still three more minutes of the song. From the, it's a seven-minute song. Wow. Uh, but uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that was my pick. Uh, also, uh, a second, like uh, Eric Mayai uh, from oh Cheech and Chong is yes. like one of my all-time favorites. Truly, that's it, such a fun song yeah it it's and the so sketch good. is great too the sketch of it like that's, it's a that's sorry that's what i meant okay <laughs> but like uh this is you know of course from Anyway, um, tickle you. Yeah, it was your window open. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that that is uh, it for the show. I want to thank our guest uh, Ali Gertz for joining us. Uh, uh, Ali, people can follow you on TikTok, of course. No. <laughs> no, uh, you guys, don't. Uh, um, you guys can find me on Twitter.com. Uh, you got it. You're back. Name, You're back, baby. Finally got it back. It feels so good. My name is at Ali Gertz. And that's uh, two L's, right? And one G, one O. Yeah. <laughs> one A. How many, how many Z's? Yeah. No, wait. Uh, today, no, just five. one A. <laughs> 
Um, but uh, yeah, thank you so much uh, for. Uh, and then, like, also, what's your band camp? Just so people can. Uh, do you have I a band camp? I do. I think it's also just Ali. I think everything is Ali Gertz at whatever the thing is. So, okay, Ali so Yeah, Ali Gertz dot bandcamp dot com. Um, I'll put the always. song up by the time yeah, this put, uh, airs. Put the song up, and if you like it, wait till the next bandcamp uh, Friday, so Ali could get full profits off yeah. of the sales. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Cash, I love you. Neil, I love you. I love you all. Uh, I'm also in love with all of you. Yes, uh, also with you. <laughs> um, we lift you know them up. Uh, we're going to end with a, a song from Max uh, Coyne, uh, who is, uh, of course, he is the drummer in Fiddler. Uh, and he just he put out a solo album this year called oh. Modern World. And it's, uh, it's a really good uh, record. And uh, so uh, check it out. And we'll see everybody next week. Goodbye. Oh. <laughs> now it's fun a little mess up you know people like to see how the sausage is made goodbye
It's Bruce Springsteen in the USA, and you're listening to Jonah Radio in the USA now.